John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. Repeat this after you. Repeat after me. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Let's do it one more time for the hearing impaired. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. So I want to title this short amount of time together, The Word, capital W-O-R-D, The Word empowers me to say, watch me. The Word empowers me to say, watch me. Now, one more time, look at your neighbor and tell him, watch me. The other neighbor that doesn't want to watch you, tell him, watch me. Pastor Elijah, come up here real quick. We're going to illustrate this. This is Pastor E. Y'all know him. He's our youth pastor. He'll be our singles pastor in 2020, and he and his lovely wife will be overseeing our singles ministry. And you know, well, you've seen him on the cover of Esquire and GQ magazine, and I just ask you not to ask for autographs today because today's a no autograph Sunday, right? So he sees me with this, and he tells me, what, what was your line? I, th- th- this is playoffs time with this with Pastor Sam got going on. He won't auto smoke. <laughs> I love him. I love Thank you, thank you. It's late puberty. All right, let's do this one more time. <laughs> it took me a long time. It's even little patches here won't grow. Anyway, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you what God gave you. I'm gonna illustrate this with you. I'm gonna break this down. So, in the beginning was the Word. So, how many? This is the Word. So, put just the Word next to your chest. Here it is. We began 2019 with a promise, with a Word. Some of us began the decade, 2010, with a word. So I'm not going to be presumptuous. I'm not going to assume. If you began this year with a word, with a promise from heaven, raise one hand. For you, your family, your destiny, your walk in Christ. If you began the decade with a word, raise both hands. You have a word. Because it always begins with a word. In the beginning was the word. It always begins with the word. But... But in the beginning was the word. It always begins with a word. Now, my, my, my subsequent question would be, when you receive the word, how many are still holding on to that word? Let me ask one more time. How many are still holding on to God's promise in your life? Are there any promises that have yet to be fulfilled that you're still holding on to? Now, I'm provoked to ask, why are you still holding on to it? If a year has passed and you have yet to see it, or a decade has passed, And you have yet to see it. The reason why you're still holding on to it, the reason why I'm still holding on to it, is because of the Luke 137 principle. No word from God will ever fail. I want to repeat that because somebody here needs to hear that. No word from God will ever fail. If you're carrying a word from God, if there's a word from God for you, for your marriage, your home, your relationship, your destiny, your health, your career, your pursuit of righteousness, if there's a word of God upon your children and your children's children, then you should be smiling today because no word from God will ever fail. Not one word from God will ever fail. You're holding on to it because you still believe Isaiah 55, 11. Here's what it says. It is the same with my word. I will send it out. It always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper. Everywhere I send it. So 
please forgive me for interjecting prophetically in this early portion of the message, but I'm here to declare upon you, get ready for your 2020 because you have a word. That word will produce fruit. What if I tell you that you will be more fruitful than ever before in your life? It will accomplish. You're going to see an accomplishment, fulfillment, and it will prosper wherever I send it. I'm here to tell you wherever God sends you in the next decade, you will prosper. I'm going to say that one more time. You're going to prosper wherever you go. No, you missed it. I don't care where you end up or what you go through. Even when you go through the valley, you will prosper. Even when you go through the furnace, you will prosper. Even when you go through the storm, you will prosper. Wherever you go, you will prosper because you have a word. The enemy's objective in 2019 and throughout the past decade was not to primarily make you let go of a friend, finance, or future. His objective was a simple yet sinister one to make you let go of the word, to prompt you to drop the word, to forsake the word. And simply stated, Satan wanted you to be wordless. Wordless. Dr. Garza in the Spanish service, we, we were preaching this message and the dynamic of you are worthless if you're wordless. It is impossible for you to have a word and have zero worth. It is the word of God that gives you worth. Are you getting me right now? It is the word of God that gives you worth. And the enemy wants you wordless because if you're wordless, then he can convince you that you are worthless. I'm going to preach now in a second. The enemy knows that a person with a word is a dangerous person. I said hell knows that if you have a word, you're a dangerous person. Because a person with a word will build an ark and survive the flood. A person with a word will look at a body of water, will stretch out their hands, and God will make a way where there is no way. A person with a word will confront the liars and the false prophets and the haters and say, you do what you want. My God's going to send down some fire and he's going to show up and show you who he really is. A person with a word will be in a fiery furnace and they will dare to say, my God is able to save me. But if not, I'm still not going to bow down and worship you. A person with a word will walk on water. A person with a word will cast out devils and demons. A person with a word will shake off the snakes that come out of the fiery pit and say, I'm on my way to Rome. Is there anyone here who still has a word? Is there anyone here who still carries the promises of God? The word, the word, the word. So you have the word and he is so... The enemy's objective is to prompt you to drop the word. So this is what some of y'all went through this. So the enemy, to some of you, threw some stones. Because if I could just, look. My objective is to make you drop the word. That's, that's the, if I could make, the enemy is, I could make you drop the word. If, if I could just, I'm going to make you drop the word. So he throws, not everything is big. Some of the stuff is small stuff. He has a strategy because if, he, because if he throws a lot of small stuff at the same time, you all waiting for the big stuff, but a lot of the small stuff could drown you. It's a strategy. Some of y'all went through this for the past year, past decade. Some of y'all had some of this thrown your way. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Because if I drop this on your foot right now, 
You may not drop that word, but you may drop another word. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not judging him. I'm just saying. Maybe hallelujah. Don't judge the man. Maybe holy something. I don't know the other, some, the other part of the something. That's just drop it, right? George, come up here because you, you, uh, pick that up. <sighs> is that heavy? Yeah. It is. Because some of y'all been through a year and a decade where he threw this at you. Now, how do you know? It's not judging people. Is that the people that only had this and never had this. We, it's not about judging people. It isn't. But somehow, the people that didn't have anything thrown their way and didn't have to survive anything versus the people that had this thrown at them and yet they're still alive, they still survive. You know who they are without them telling you they had this thrown at them. They never publicize it. They don't go on Facebook and Instagram and tweet, oh, the devil threw the biggest stone. You know not because of what they tweet or what they post. You know because of their praise. They praise a little different. They just worship a little different. They lift up their hands a little higher. Are you with me? They get to church a little early on Monday morning before they go to work. They give God a... Are you... Is there anyone here who has a testimony that even though everything was thrown your way, you're still here? If you're still here in spite of everything the devil threw your way, better yet, let me ask you, if the enemy threw everything your way and yet you're still holding on to the word that God's promises are yes and amen, somebody shout like you still have the word no I, I dare you to lift up your hands and repeat after me I'm still here no but you need to say it with an attitude in spite of everything that came against you lift up both hands and say I'm still here I dare you to look at life in the face and look at hell in the face and say I'm still here and if you want to give the devil the biggest migraine say I'm more than a survivor I'm not just a survivor, I'm a thriver. I'm about to go from glory to glory. I'm about to see the glory of God in me, with me, and through me. It's the word. So, so whatever, you're still holding on. So, in matter of fact, the enemy's so slick. Watch this. The enemy is so slick that that. He, he would even, because you have the word. In the beginning was the word. So you always begin with the word. But the enemy is so slick that he goes, wait a minute. If I can attack the fragile things in his life, the stuff that is so fragile that could be easily broken, that he'll, be, he'll let go of the word to protect the fragile. So I just want to, I just, the enemy's objective is to prompt you to let go of the word. So maybe you should focus on the fragile areas of your life. So the enemy says, aha, if that's his weak spot, if that's his fragile, I'm going to come after that. So the enemy came after some of the fragile areas of your life. And then some of the stuff ended up like that. And it made a mess. And you may have been through a season where it looked like that. But notice. This never broke. I said that never broke. The word of God upon your life never broke. God's promises were never broken. 
I don't care what broke in your life this year or in the past nine years. I need you to put a smile on your face because God's word can never be broken in your life. I said God's promises will never be broken in your life. So it's, he broke him. He comes after that. Then, then, shush. My brother. I got you. I see you. He comes after the fragile areas and he comes after the shiny areas. The stuff that you give value to. The stuff that you value. He doesn't say that he sees it as shiny. You see it as shiny. So he comes after the shiny area of your life to steal that, to break that. But all he wants, no, he let go of the word. Just let go of the word. All he wants you to do is let go of that. Focus on that. That was his objective. He came after you because you have purpose. Because you are beautiful. You are the apple of God's eye. You are his masterpiece. You have a word which make, gives you worth. You're not just anything. I don't care what you've been through. I'm here to tell you right now that there's a word God gave you in the, in the beginning was the let me just read it. For, look, look back at the last 363 days that passed. And I dare you to raise your right hand and say, I still have my word. But say it like you actually believe it. And some of you should be saying it with tears. Some of you with smiles. Some of you shout. Say, I, my word lives. I'm going to be reading you 2 Corinthians 1.20. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. It is yes, you have a word. Everybody here. And now it, it, here it is. For in the beginning was the word. Begin a word. Here's the other part. It's not a period, it's a comma. And the word was with. And the word was with. So wait a second. So not only did he give you a word, not only has he gave you a word for 2020, he gave you a word for this decade. He gave you a word for this year. This is God. He gave you a word, but he, he accompanies the word. The word was with God. So God says, I'm not only going to give you a word and then walk away. And say, good luck, you're on your own. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a word, and I got this. He says, I'm going to go in front of you. Metaphorically speaking, you'll see it as this. You'll perceive it. As sometimes I'm going to go ahead of you. Deuteronomy 31.8. I'm going to clear the way. Some days you're going to think I'm in front of you clearing the way. I'm just going in front of you clearing the way. Don't ever get ahead of God, by the way. I'm going to clear the way. Some days, I'm, I'm going to be next to you right here. Because if you go down, try to go down, I'm going to go, nope, nope, no, not done yet, sunshine. No, 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 no. Try to go down again. Try to go, nope, 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 nope. No, 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 no. And when you have no strength, see, the whole, legal, the whole thing is you think it's about your strength. It's not about how strong you are. It's about my ability to pull you up. God doesn't doubt his ability as long as he's next to you. Are you with me right now? So he's next to you. How many have experienced in the past year, in the past 10 years, moments where you were going down and somehow God lifted you up? 
Is there anybody here who can bear witness that there were days you didn't have the strength? There were days where you were not perfect. There were days, there were days where you didn't dot every I and cross every T. And on those days, God didn't reject you. God didn't turn away from you. God didn't say you're bad, 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 bad boy. That's not the God we serve. The God we serve doesn't go, ah, go to timeout. I'm not talking to you anymore. When you're weak, he makes you strong. When you're down, he lifts you up. He brings you up. Are you with me? And then there were days that he was right here when you didn't want to go forward. Says, no, I'm not done with you yet. I told you the work that I start, I finish. Philippians 1, 6. So I'm not done with you yet. So there are days that he is, and then that you perceive him to be in front, next to you, and behind you. And he says, all right, because the word was with God. The word was with God. The word was with God. The word was. What? We, we may have gotten this a little bit limited role. You didn't make it this far because you have a word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Oh, wait a second. You didn't make it. You won't put that down. You need a word. No, stay right here. Stay right there. Like, the, like a dinosaur right there, a T-Rex. You're like T-Rex. You're my T-Rex. Here, take this for me. I'm going to show you what you really look like. And I'm going to show you what it really looked like throughout the course of the season. And I'm going to show you what it's going to look like for 2020. It's not just you walking out going, I'm, I got a word for 2020. I got a word for 2020. I got a word for you. Okay, get over yourself. You not only have a word, more importantly, the word has you. I'm going to show you what you're going to look like in 2020. Take a picture of this. This is you. No, it's not a ghost and it's not a blanket on top of Pastor E. What I'm trying to show you is this. You not only, you're going to make it throughout the decade. Not only make it, you're going to thrive. Not just because you have a word and the word is with you. But the word was with God. The word was God. Christ is the word. Let me explain. It's Christ who has you. You, you just don't have him. You don't have just his word. The word has you. What does this mean? If the word has you, watch this. Let me, let me show you something. If, if you are, if the word... Put this in your hand. Don't, don't let go of the word. Now, don't, now put this, cover up. I'll, now, let me show you what the, this looks like this. So the enemy comes again and says, all right, I'm going to do it again like what I did last decade, last year. All right. And the enemy says, all right, demons, go. Go for the, the frail things, the fragile stuff in his life. Look for his weaknesses. Go for them. Go ahead. And this time, the powers of hell come back and go like, um, um like, um, it's not that he doesn't have any. It's not that he's perfect. He still has them. They're just hidden in Christ Jesus. Oh, you missed it. You're not getting it. In order for the devil to get it. In order for the devil to have access, he has to see it. But if Jesus is covering it, if it's under Jesus, if it's under the blood of Jesus, and in the spirit of Jesus, the grace of Jesus, the power of Jesus, there's not a death. I'm here to tell you to get ready. I'm here to tell you 
whatever the devil was able to destroy before, he will never have access again. Somebody shout like you believe that. Somebody praise like you believe that. Somebody worship like you believe that. Lift up your hands. I'm here to declare that your family, your family not only has a word, the word has your family. The word is Christ. It's Christ. It's God made flesh. The word, your family looks like this. In 2020, they're going to see less of you and more of the glory of the risen Christ. You missed it. I don't, not when you look like this, then you can say, watch me. You missed that one too. When you, when you are hidden in Christ, Colossians 3.3, 3, when you are in Jesus and Jesus has you, you can lift up your voice and say, watch me. So before that devil had access to your shiny stuff and your fragile stuff, uh, 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 not anymore, not anymore. You, the word has you. You are so in Christ. For the enemy to get access to that, they would have to break through the Jesus barrier. I'm here to tell you, there's not a devil, there's not an antichrist, there's not a demon there's not a man there's not a woman there's not a lie there's not a sickness there's not an infirmity that can break through the Jesus barrier somebody should right now get their praise on because you are about to step into a season if you believe that for you and your family give God one more shout of praise in this if that's you Lift up both hands and say, watch me. No, 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 no. If that's really you with authority from heaven, say, watch me. Watch now say, look at your neighbor, tell them, watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Lift up your hands. I can't see E. I can't see him. All we're going to see is the, when people see you, they're going to see more of Jesus. They're going to hear Jesus. We're going to experience Jesus. When you walk into a room, it's the presence of Christ in you, with you, and through you. Atmospheres will shift wherever you go. Wherever you go, I say a 5511, it will produce fruit. It will accomplish things and it will prosper. Fruitfulness, accomplishment, and, and God's prosperity will accompany wherever you go. Because it's not you. I don't care how big the stones may be that the enemy lifts up. He has to break the Jesus barrier because it's more than you saying, I have a word. The word has you. If, you're, if you got this and you believe this for you and your family, please just lift up one hand. If you're believing that you're stepping into a decade and your entire family will be under the covering of the grace filled vicarious atoning work of Jesus, lift up both hands. If you, if you, can you make a promise that in 2020, in the next decade, you're not going to go peekaboo? You promise not to play peekaboo anymore? You promise not to remove the covering for a day? I'm about to go runner aisle three. Do you, do you promise, do you make a commitment to God and go, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to live under your grace for the rest of my life? How many, how many believe, how many, how many, how many can make that commitment right now? Stand with me. Some majority of you are already standing. Stand with me. Stand with me. I want to, 
want to find his frail, where's his weakness? Where's his frail, where's fragile areas? You still have them. But they're in Christ. Dude, you're hidden in him. And you still have the word. So you're holding on to the promise while the promise is holding on to you. Put your family here. So take your whole family and go. The stuff the enemy had access to before, he won't have access to again. Because you have a revelation of the grace and the love of Jesus that you didn't have before. Pastor Sam, what about the stuff that broke this decade, this past year? What about the stuff that he took? What about all that? Oh, God's going to restore all of it. Don't forget, he never runs out of clay. He never runs out of clay. Lift up your hands. I sense God. I don't know what your year looks like. Maybe it looks like that. Maybe you had this kind of year, this kind of decade. Let me show you what your future looks like in Christ. Then you can say, watch me. Then you can go out there and just hashtag, watch me, watch me, watch me. Because when they see you, they see the grace of Jesus, the truth of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the mercy of Jesus, the peace of Jesus in you, with you, and through you. And it all points to him. Are you ready? Are you ready? All I want you to do, if you truly believe that you are here, if you believe that the word of God empowers you to say, watch me, now you know what that means. If you believe that you not only have a word, but the word has you, lift up one hand. If you believe that that word will never let you go, no matter what you try to do, John 10, 28 and 29, raise both hands. If you know that even moments throughout this year or this past decade, when you doubted him, he never doubted you. When you stop believing in God, God never stopped believing in you. Isn't that crazy? You try to let go of him, he never let go of you. If you're grateful for that, lift them up a little bit higher. And if you believe that you're about to step into the greatest watch me season of your life, all I want you to do right now, and if you believe this for you and your entire family right now, I want you to find not just anything, it's the last Sunday of the year. When I count to three, I want you to find the best praise you've given God in 2019 that tells them I'm ready for 2020. I'm ready to tell the world, watch me, because I have a word, and the word has me. One, two, three, give God that word. Give God that word. Give God that word. Somebody shout it.
about this, raise your hand. If God spoke to you, raise both hands. If you have a word and the word has you, raise both hands in a foot. And if that word, which is Jesus, who is Jesus? If that word, if that word empowers you to say, watch me, lift up both hands, look at your neighbor, tell him, watch me. Tell your other neighbor, watch me. Now tell him, watch me go from glory to glory. Watch me overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Watch me change the world in Jesus' name and for the glory of his name. Watch me. Watch me live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life. Watch me pursue righteousness and live out the word. Watch me, watch me turn on the light and darkness flee. Watch me. You're going to be more fruitful, more productive, and more prosperous than ever before. In the name of Jesus for the glory of Christ. Because you have a word and the word has you. That's the word of the Lord today. Receive it.